0: connecting life and faith. This is Connections.
1: So i learned, God has set me up where I learned everything through the circumstances and people He put me in the middle of. I, he's just really, I always say, I, I have so many guardian angels that they, they throw the baton at each other because I wipe them out. <laughs> they keep going and trading pictures. <laughs>
2: From Back to the Future to Back to God, we're joined today by Claudia Wells. She's best known for her role as Jennifer Parker, Michael J. Fox's present day girlfriend in the 1985 hit film Back to the Future. She has a powerful testimony and she shares it with us today on Connections. On the outside, everything seemed perfect for Claudia Wells. She had landed a role in a Steven Spielberg movie as Jennifer Parker in the 1985 hit film Back to the Future. But behind closed doors, it wasn't so perfect.
0: Claudia, thanks so much for joining us. I, I try to be a professional, but I'm freaking out a little bit that Jennifer Parker is talking to us right now.
1: But so you're about the right age. And, right?
0: Exactly. <laughs> like, I was born in the early 80s, Back to the Future. We were obsessed with it as kids. I'm wonder maybe you get sick of talking about it, but could we start there and oh, tell sure. us what it was like to get the role of Michael J. Fox's girlfriend in the Back to the Future series?
1: The um. Yeah, I mean, it was not just to get the role of his girlfriend, but to be in a Spielberg movie,
0: in a mm. Steve Spielberg
1: oh, yes. movie. Because, I mean, I had just seen E.T. and, and um, Close Encounters of the Third Kind and all of these phenomenal movies he did. So that, for me, was really, really exciting. I'd done a lot of television up to that point, but I'd never done a movie before. So it was pretty amazing. What was it that got
2: you interested in acting in the first place? Because this started really young for you. This was something that kind of took you to another place.
1: Well, I'd wanted to act since I was born. I mean, since I was like (laughs) two years old, as soon as I saw the television, I knew I wanted to be inside it. And you're right. Acting always has taken me to it. It's it's almost a freedom for me because I can melt into other characters and then really express my feelings um, authentically without fear of repercussion
0: and what was it like uh, growing up in your home like you mentioned that melting into other characters kind of and stuff and um maybe that helped you with the life that you had growing up in your home
1: well i've come from a, a divorced parents um, since i was under two and um it was it was a it, i always say you never know what happens behind closed doors because what you project when you're outside of the house and inside the house are two very, very different things. Um, it was it was a, a chaotic home life and um, very confusing. So on the one hand, I'm, I'm I'm grateful because my mom believed in me and allowed me to pursue my dreams, which is very rare for someone to do. Just to turn their life upside down so that someone else can pursue their dreams. And I'm so grateful for that. And then on the other hand, um, that meant also I was the provider and the, um, adult entity, even though I was a child, There was a lot of confusion in that. There was a lot of confusion. I guess everyone grows up, um, with their own personal difficulties. Um, and I definitely had mine.
2: What was it like to grow up in that home and then though receive this amazing role on a movie that is still popular to this day?
1: Well, I, I give her a lot of credit because had I not grown up with her, I don't think I would have had the freedom to pursue my career like I did. So it's as a result of that, that I was able to pursue acting because that was my passion since forever. Everything I did from childhood on was geared toward being an actress mm. from ballet, jazz, dance, everything, everything I did. Um, and I got to do exactly what my dream was specifically. So it's incredible. It's, and, and I always say the best part about being in back to the future is, is how it's affected my life currently. It's just an extraordinary the uh, opportunities it's afforded me and the ability to bring joy to people um, without even trying just because people get excited meeting a character that even though I'm a person, they're looking at, at, oh my gosh, this is Jennifer, (laughs) which is very funny because that's my sister's name. Oh, no way. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
2: So you played your sister in reality. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) Does that does that ever bother you? Like getting, I don't know, people are excited to meet you for this one thing, and you're like, I'm more than Jennifer Parker. I'm, you know, I'm Claudia. I have lots to offer outside of Jennifer. Or do you you really enjoy that getting to fulfill that for people?
1: It's in, that's a really good question because there's, it, it, it's a, a conundrum in a sense because. Um, you know, I have a business that I've had for thirty-one years. So sometimes people people are almost ninety-nine point nine percent so kind on on social media. But every now and again they're like, You're still talking about Jennifer, and what else do you have in life? And I wanna say, Well, I've owned a business for thirty-one years. I'm a single mom. Um, you know what I mean? Self sufficient. But um I take it all uh as a an enormous blessing because I get such joy out of it and I get to share such joy and I get to travel and do so many things and um, I I think God put me in this position for a reason so whatever his reason is I'm all for it
2: going back to that time and when you were in back to the future we see this beautiful young actress very talented but that's not how you personally were feeling
1: not at all I didn't feel. I didn't think I was beautiful. I didn't think I was pretty enough or thin enough. Or um, I knew I was a good actress. I had confidence in the acting because it just came so naturally. It always has. Um, but no, I didn't even. I went to the prom with a friend of mine. I didn't even date. I had no self esteem at all in terms of attractiveness or any of that. I knew I could play a character that was attractive. So it's
0: acting. It's <laughs> not very complicated. <laughs> did, that, <laughs> did that come from, like, it's kind of confusing, hey? Like you say, your mom encouraged you and allowed you to pursue your dreams. But at the same time, the pursuit of those dreams meant that your mom could be a little, uh, I guess, like abusive, uh, maybe, might be the right term.
1: Well, it's yeah. I mean, the momager thing. and um I I, I would try and be so careful because I, I don't want to disrespect her, but right. yeah, I mean, there was a ton of abuse, but then on the other hand, there was a ton of, um, you know, I know manners and how to cook and all these great qualities also. Mm. Um, but no, there was, there was a ton of abuse verbally and emotionally and mentally and, um, yeah, I, I was. It was really, really hard. It was very difficult growing up in my house. Very, very difficult. That's why I love acting so much. And that's why I live a life now of, you know, if, if you're there's no raised voices in my life today. It's just not necessary. Arguing and yelling is not a part of my existence. As an adult, that's my choice.
2: There was a lot of emptiness back then,
1: correct? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But
2: there's one actor out there, though, that started your journey to finding God. Can you tell us a little bit about that story? Oh,
1: it's amazing. I did a series called um, Herbie the Love Bug with Dean Jones. And and it's amazing because God has always had an angel in my life from childhood on in, in the sense of family friends. When I look at my life from childhood on. But Dean really took me aside and out of... There was three kids in the show, and it was the only one he really paid any attention to, including any of the adults. He was always like, Claudia, come here, sit on the grass with me. I want to talk to you about something. So, and he said, um, I want to talk to you about discernment. I'm like, what's that? And he would talk to me about discernment, and he would talk to me about uh, filling a hole in my heart with God. not Otherwise, it would be filled with people and drugs and men and dangers. And he invited me to go to church on Sundays with my mom, which I'd never gone to church. So uh, we went to church on Sundays with his wife, Lori Jones. And then we'd go to a restaurant afterwards. And all we talked about was God. I didn't even know I'm, I'm 99.8% Ashkenazi Jew until a few years ago. Oh, <laughs> So I actually became Christian from being nothing with Dean and his wife Lori and they told me how if you invite Jesus into your heart and you know that he you believe that he's the son of God that that guarantees your your that makes your your name be put in the book of life and you're you'll know where you're going when you die you have eternity with God in heaven and i thought well that sounds good i i i'll do that cuz i'd always known there was a god i mean I used to think it'd be very egotistical to think we did all this. I can't grow a tree from nothing. I can't. I mean, every time I look around, I think, how can everyone not know? It's so obvious. God makes himself so obvious. And so that part of it wasn't um, the faith and the belief wasn't a hard reach for me. I've all, I mean, you can look up in the sky at the stars. We did not do it. And, and we didn't even make ourselves when I was pregnant, I wasn't concentrating on the lungs that are going to be built today and the fingernails. And I, I mean, that's all God. So it started me on a path that has been a, a, the biggest part of my life ever since. I mean, I'm a founding member of my church. I'm, I'm at my Christian sister's house now. Um, my family is Christ and, and God. And that's where I find that's the only place where I find true peace and real joy and And peace from the chaos there's a calm when i when I trust God and i I lean into him, and even when I don't, he still leans into me
0: what's it um what's it been like for you being a follower of Jesus in Hollywood? Is that something that's easy to do, or is it hard at times? I'm- I have no idea being from the middle of Canada. So. <laughs>
1: you know, you'd be surprised because I, I, st- I was invited to something called Christian Entertainers Fellowship when I was 18. And it was a monthly at different people's homes Bible study with Frank Wilson, who became my pastor 20 years later. And he huh? founded the church I'm a, um, a founding member of. He's in heaven now. And we have a wonderful pastor. Uh, it's called New Dawn Christian Village. And so... He he put together a, a like a high level, you know, there was film stars, there was um, Motown stars, there was newscasters. And it was just this group of everyone was recognizable. But in this one space in someone's home, no one was recognizable because we were all people and Christians and learning the Bible and learning about Jesus and God and praise and worship. So I learned everything. God has set me up where I learned everything through the circumstances and people. He put me in the middle of, I, he's just really, I always say I, I have so many guardian angels that they, they throw the baton at each other. Cause they, I wipe them out. They keep going and trading. Places. <laughs> <Your turn. laughs> Speaking so, of
2: those guardian angels, though, you had a lot of bumps in the road throughout this entire journey though, too, with God Tell us a little bit about that and how you still managed to cling to him and have him there with you.
1: You know, sometimes when all you can do is whisper in your head, God, please, please help me, because you can't even say it out loud, let alone say some massive prayer. That's how God is with me. Like he actually hears me and sees me and hears my inside voice when I'm just. You know, sometimes I still want to just go like that. And he always pulls me back. And he always, like even, I give him, it, it's effortless when I allow him. When I start thinking about, uh oh, how am I going to pay my mortgage? <gasps> what am I going to do? I'm raising my son myself. When I start taking it back and wondering how I'm going to do it all, I get overwhelmed and, and panicked. But when I realize I didn't do it in the first place, so can I please just relax and know he's got this and I can feel a, a peace. So it's a, it's a back and forth. It's still a back and
0: forth. Um, Do you, do you like recall any major moments of breakthrough in your relationship with Jesus, like moments of healing, or is it just been kind of a slow, steady uh, growth in relationship that's oh, helped not, you get oh, over harms?
1: It's been like this <laughs> huge moments of healing. Like literally, I call it the endless hug that when it stops, you're not wanting for more, like literally a physical healing, emotional healing um, from miraculous healings to the kind that are steady. And the thing about me is I got to stay in the healing and remember I've been healed and then keep walking in that. Because if I take it back again, you know, we have free will, which is so great because what would love mean if you were forced to do it? So he lets us choose to love him in response to him already loving me. Um, so no minor major and 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 um, it's not been a smooth, steady flow. It's been more of a <laughs> falling off the uh, a mountain and he catches me and puts me <laughs> right back up. And then I slide down and he catches me and puts <laughs> me right back up. Yeah, no, right. mine's like that.
2: But it's an absolutely amazing journey, isn't it?
1: It's incredible. It's incredible. There's no way I'd be alive without him. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. I
0: think, I think a lot of people could relate to that and a lot of people often feel like they're alone in those kind of faith journeys, right? And when they do slide or whatever, they're like what's wrong with me? I'm horrible, I'm a sinner, I'm hopeless. Uh but the truth is most people in their faith walks go through those seasons, right? And the good news is God is always there to Bring us back to the top of the mountain again.
1: And his love is different than our love. His love doesn't judge us. of We're not good enough because we couldn't be good enough to to have his love anyway. So that you got to like just take out of the equation completely. His love is so in, in all encompassing that we we can't earn it. And it's funny because my middle name is Grace. <laughs> Uh-huh. And it's grace that, that God brings us. So, um, yeah, you're right. You're right. I mean, Christians, non-Christians, everyone goes through um, really hard times where you think you're all by yourself. It's not just um, uh, all roses and 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 rainbows. And God knows that. I mean, most people in the Bible are broken people. Moses stuttered, you know. David, you know, got someone pregnant and then tried to kill his husband on purpose or did kill him. And so what are we, but just like them, we're all people, human, frail, strong in Christ.
2: What What would you say to that person, like Mike mentioned, that person out there that is in that deep, dark place and feels alone and is like, oh, whatever, you know, for you, you're you're a star things are, things are great. But what would you say to that person, that deep, dark place? That's like, I'm not going to make it out of there.
1: I've felt the exact same way so many times and where I don't even have the strength to lift myself out of it. And somehow God does bring me out of it when no man can. All of us get in. Well, I actually can't say that. I have gotten in these very, very dark places. And sometimes you don't even know what's coming. And all of a sudden you're like, I just can't take it anymore. And yet everything is, is there's nothing to complain about. It just happens. I, Satan works really hard on, on a lot of us extra hard on some of us. And we can either fall into that or be lifted out of it. And God never gets tired of us and he never gets overwhelmed and he never gets confused or frustrated he always has a solution he always has an answer he always knows more than us and his thoughts are so much higher than ours mm. like this it, it says like heaven is higher than than earth i mean i couldn't get through a day without him and that doesn't mean that my days are always up and and cheerful i just have to remember to trust him that's faith of a mustard seed. Yeah. That's all he, he expects, nothing except little teeny tiny bit of belief and trust and faith in what we can't prove or see.
0: You mentioned a couple, uh, kind of mentioned there a couple different scriptures. And I was wondering at the beginning of, of this, uh, do you have some favorite verses that you kind of find yourself going to or favorite scripture that you lean on and rely on?
1: I live on all things work together for good to those who love the Lord and are called according to his purposes. Romans eight twenty eight. I literally live on that because he says all things work together for good, not some things or most things are only the good things, all things. So my childhood, you, you know, the ups and downs I've had in my life that are beyond comprehension and certainly beyond anything I've ever discussed in, in, in thorough, but, all these things work that and, well, and how can you not love the Lord? And he can take it when we're mad.
0: Yeah, His shoulders
1: right? are strong enough to carry our burdens and carry. If we're mad at him, he loves us enough that we can even say to him, well, wait a minute here. He just loves us. That's what Dean was really trying to instill in me. Cause for me, love had to be earned and, and, and proven and, um, You have to keep earning it. You can lose it and then get it back and then you're the enemy. And I grew up where love really was a a very interesting word. And Mm. God's love. I mean, like he says, he says the wildflowers on the side of the mountain are so beautifully dressed and colored and they don't think about what they're going to wear. And the birds don't think about what they're going to eat or where they're going to get their meal. God's got us. He literally has us. When I talk to someone on the street who's homeless and I can see his beautiful blue eyes, this guy Sean yesterday, I say, God knows you. He remembers you. Jesus sees you. You are not forgotten. I said, I promise you, you are not forgotten. I promise you, God sees you right now, this very moment. He's not left you behind. I really know that.
2: Tell us a little bit about what you're up to these days. You're obviously involved in the church. You've got your business. Tell us a little yeah. bit about that.
1: My life is my church, um, family, and my store, which is almost 31 years, is called Armani Wells. I've been in the same location in December. It'll be 31 years. It's a high-end men's clothing store that's um, open by appointment only now, which is great. Um, and I'm traveling a ton doing appearances. I just got back from Philadelphia. Monday, I go to um, Scotland for the uh, Scotland Comic-Con. Then I come back and work at my store for a week. And then I go to Malta for the Malta (laughs) Comic-Con. Then I come back to the store and I work for a week. And on November 5th, a charity that um, I'm a founding board member and current ambassador of called Kids in the Spotlight. We have our annual yearly event where all the kids come and and show their short films. And it's an amazing thing. It's called kidsinthespotlight.org. And then I'll be at my store. And then um, I go to Manchester at the beginning of December. (laughs) I'm at my store. (laughs) You're very busy. (laughs) So much fun. And I've got my three babies at home, my kitty cats that are my cuddlers every night.
0: (laughs) Tell us, uh, what's the name of the store again? And how can we find that? Or how can we... Uh keep up to you on uh, online or other places to see what you're up to.
1: Okay, so my store is called Armani Wells, and you find it through armaniwells.com. And if anyone wants to know about it, you can look me up on Yelp or Google. It'll tell you all kinds of things because everyone's so wonderful. They all write reviews. So many people have written reviews that are very specific. And online, I'm claudiawells.com. That's where my event schedule is. It's also on backtothefuture.com. And on uh, Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, I'm T-H-E Claudia Wells. And I post a lot. I like sharing my life with people. I mean, even with my family, that's how they keep up a lot of the times. And I'm on TikTok now, Claudia Wells Official. And I have a YouTube station called Claudia Wells. Wow. That's how new I am. I call it a station. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and my church is New Dawn Christian Village, and um, we do it. It goes online on Facebook, New Dawn LA, every Sunday, and it's also on YouTube. And it's it's remarkable.
0: And, Thank you, so and
1: much. an ambassador for Garden of Life. <laughs> I love it.
2: Thank <laughs> you so amazing. much,
1: Thank you so much. And I knew as a child my life, but now and it went according to plan, except for the home stuff. And but in terms of the acting. And now I'm really a free-for-all. Like, God, I'm here, and I don't know my future. Mm-hmm. I really don't have. So you're right. It is, it's back to the future. Just, it just It's a fascinating experience, but I yes. enjoy it. Well,
0: it's an amazing testimony, and I know it's going to encourage a lot of our listeners that, that hear it as well. So thank you for sharing your story so openly with us.
1: Thank you. And never, ever, ever, ever give up hope. He can pull you out of any ditch, no matter how deep it is, no matter how ugly it is. He literally can pull you out. You don't have to figure it out yourself. I know that. I don't that. know.
0: I, I have headphones on. And as soon as you said, never give up hope, the birds started chirping in the background.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Angelic <laughs> Perfect. <purpose. laughs> That's awesome.
0: Thank I really so appreciate
1: much. this opportunity. Thank you.
2: And thank you so much for joining us and for listening today. If you've got a testimony or a story you'd like to share with us, reach out to us on social media, Connections Podcast with Mike Tom and Colleen Hood. You can also email us or give us a phone call at the station. We'll talk to you again on Connections.